You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 355 for October 14th, 2021. This week, we talk about cooking with lasers, booster shots, arts and crafts, laundry, food competition shows, and nostalgic video games. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joe's getting jabbed left, right, and center. I've been jabbed. Been jabbed, stabbed, uh, nabbed, grabbed. Honey, crabs, crabs everywhere. Isn't that that what they call it when you when you get a shot in the in the UK or in uh, Australia? They call it getting jabbed. Oh, that's it. I got the jab everywhere. That's just a word. That's a word. I I don't think I've I maybe I've heard the term get the jab, but I very much have have heard just get a shot way more common where I my neck of the woods. I think they're pretty interchangeable. Well, I mean, I know what they mean. Honey, pick up the tab. I'm not paying for this dinner. Are you kidding me? I didn't pay for the shot. That's always nice. That is always nice. It was kind of sketchy, though. I got to say. So I got my booster. Back alley or something? I'm on the list. I was on the list. They had my name. They said, come get the booster. I said, okay. All right. I, I got my flu shot at the same time. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, is the two in one. And I was like, should you do them in different arms? And she's like, no, I'm just going to do them like basically in the same hole even. Ooh, like, yeah. oh, I was like, are yeah. you sure? <laughs> she was like, yeah. And in your dominant arm. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> no jacket off, girl. Uh, she did it. Well, she was like, the more you move that arm, like it's it'll be less sore. And I was like, okay, the How dominant got, arm it is. You got DP'd in that arm. The flu shot I and the third DP'd. COVID booster, girl. You're getting but, action. Um, no, it was at uh it was at CVS, but it was at the bad CVS. And not even like the bad CVS, but like all the CVSs in the area are bad. So it was like the very bad CVS. The worst of the CVSs. Like they had this booth set up in the back. And if you had told me people were just doing drugs in it, I would have thought that was true. Is thought this a COVID booster or is this heroin? Yeah, but I mean it's a you know, everyone was very nice, et cetera, et cetera. Um those people don't get paid enough and they're overworked and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but anyway, uh, they didn't even make me wait. Like it was very fast. I, I went in there. I was the next person got it because I had scheduled it online. That's you can always schedule so online nice. at CVS, which is very lovely. Um, yeah. And then from our, the first two shots with Pfizer, you know, you wait 15 or 20 minutes and they were like, right. just go home now. And I was like, okay. I think I, either they don't have the time for that or they're just assuming that, like, you know, if y'all didn't have a reaction to the first and the second one, then you'll probably be fine with the third. Maybe I think that's so. The I think they just didn't have I think they just didn't have time for it. I think Honey, she they didn't I, have time for you. I I think she was over it. I'm pretty sure she was she was definitely underpaid, definitely overworked, as all of employees are. And, and I she was, hated I was just thankful to get it. I was just thankful she was there on that day to give me the booster. But yeah, about uh, 17 hours went by and I was I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm fine. I don't uh, maybe she didn't even give it to me. Maybe she's because after the second shot had all the reactions. Right. Exactly. Because your body Um, is is uh, dramatic. My body's got an incredible immune response, apparently. Incredible. But um, then hour 18 rolls around and I'm not feeling great. I'm feeling a little. uh Muscle aches, you know, I mean, totally worth it. I would rather have this a million times over getting COVID. Um, but it's just so it's such a 
such a coincidence that the closer the time comes by to you needing to record the podcast, oh, I'm starting to feel ill. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> starting to get a headache. I fucking oh, wish. no. I gave oh, Joe God, the opportunity though. to to uh, postpone to record tomorrow because I have a I have a whole thing going on today. I mean, what? Let's, what the hell let, you got? Do you want to do tomorrow? No, 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 no. This is fine. You know, I I love drama. Um, We're stopping. But, Goodbye. Not, no, we're not stopping. Ha- I hung up, honey. We're we're five <laughs> minutes in, and I'm already here. Remember that dial was not tones? that was not a that was not a dial tone. That was my heart rate. Yeah, that was Beep. your EKG or whatever. She's flatlining, sis. Honey. No, but it was. Um, I'm very thankful to be able to get it, and I was expecting to feel worse, but. Not too bad. It is interesting, though, because the vaccine headache is unlike a normal headache. Like, you can tell this ain't a normal headache. And if anyone knows headaches, it's you. You are the you are the headache yes, connoisseur. I have them all. I have tension headaches. I have migraines. I have, like, pulling my arm. Like, if I pull my arm the wrong way, I get a headache. How do your body quit? I, my body qu- never started. <laughs> it was over it from the beginning. What? Well, what do you got? What the hell you got going on? You got on secret projects I don't know about? No. What's going no. on? A secret project? Girl, no. Secret I'm, projects? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to stay occupied. I'm trying to not annoy my parents. I'm trying to stay here for as long as I can until they kick me out. No, we've been having, there's been some drama, some drama in the immediate family that I'm going to spill the tea on the podcast. You're getting the a first look. And that drama is... That my mom's washing machine puked like a week ago and she ordered a new one and Lowe's um, said it it was going to be in on Sunday and then it wasn't in on Sunday and they said it was going to be in on Monday and then she called Monday and they said call back tomorrow and then she called Tuesday and then they said call back tomorrow and it's finally Wednesday and they have the washing machine in so we have to go pick it up and install it. And it has been the talk of the town. And by the town, I mean the two people I see in my home, which are my parents. So. So what is it? A Is is this a lovely, like new? The new ones look like spaceships. The it new literally washing looks machines. like a spaceship. Yeah. Um, they've got like the big old. They look like they have the like the window on the International Space Station. Right. And I think so my my mom's washing machine, like, you know, all it was it's like an LG or something. It's a front loader. I think she got it like probably 10 years ago. And I don't think there's anyone on the face of the earth that washes um, anything more than my mom. She probably does like 10 loads of laundry a day. She's insane. I don't know why. Probably she doesn't have anything else to do. So she just washes things constantly. It's probably not very good for the environment. Anyways. So she has had literally nothing to do to the point where she started downloading slot machine games to her phone to occupy her time. Like real, like, like real gambling? No, no. I, we, you know, we told her she's not allowed to use her real money. It's fake gambling, but she's still, she's still getting her fix. I think that she, you know, she needs like to push buttons and pull levers and stuff since she can't with her washing machine, you know, because apparently her washing machine is built like a slot machine in this timeline from like eight, the 1800s. It's coal powered. Anyways, so she's been around and around with Lowe's trying to get her washing machine in. Here's the thing. Customer service is dead. I understand that everyone is underpaid, but like... If the washing machine don't don't tell my elderly mother that the washing machine is going to be in on Sunday because she's going to expect it to be there on Sunday. And if it's not there, she's going to have a fucking fit. Just uh, just I don't know. Like, just don't just tell us it'll be in sometime next week. And then my mom won't be like, 
you know, calling every goddamn day. I'm surprised the uh, local Lowe's hasn't blocked my mom's house number yet because she was calling multiple times a day. Anyways, the crisis is being averted. We have to go pick up the washing machine today and we're installing it. So that has been the big drama in the ravioli household for the past week. So there's the update. I hope you're happy. Wow, it really seems like moving back home has helped you mentally. Yeah, it really uh, has been the uh, mental reset you needed. Yeah, it's exactly what I needed and more, you know, more more drama, washing machine <laughs> drama. But hey, some to do. My mom, I don't know what it is. She loves doing laundry, too. She does like 10 loads a day. And I'm like, is what are just... y'all washing over there? Here's the I do. Are we? Well, I do two loads a week. I do all of our laundry, and I do yeah. two loads a week, and that's it. I do them it's, both on Sunday. It's like my least and I'm favorite done. thing to do. And and I put them all together. I don't. This is something that people need to. This is something that y'all need to learn. I've talked about it in several different d- year over the years. Get on that soapbox, girl. Throw it all in together. You do not have to separate your shit. You do not need to be using... First of all, fabric softener is a scam. Not only is it a scam, it makes your clothes worse. It stays in them. It coats them with a sticky substance. Yeah, it's basically Towels. Oil. Yeah, it is basically like a, a film, a sticky, oily film. It makes your towels less absorb, absorptive, absorption. Absorptive. What's the word I'm looking for? Absorbent. Absorptive. Absorbent. Thank you. We got God. there. We got there. Um, yeah. So fabric softener, scam. Boomer scam. Mm-hmm. Boomer scam. Um, separating whites and colored laundry and reds and, I don't know, socks and underwear, towels. False. Right. Wash them all on cold. You're going to burn them. It doesn't matter anyway. Just throw them in there. Right. That's what I do. Well, so here's my I've thing. never had any clothes bleed in my entire life. That's maybe that's what I was going to say. Except jeans. Yes, it, except for time, jeans. But they were these super, super cheapo jeans that like the dye hadn't been washed out properly. And mm-hmm. I knew that beforehand. So I didn't I just didn't put them in with anything else. But otherwise, right. throw everything in, wash it on cold. And I put everything in an industrial dryer and I fry it. <laughs> I cook that motherfucker in a volcano. At 500 motherfucking degrees. I want those bone dry when they come out. (laughs) Bone dry. Bone dry and super staticky. Your favorite. Super staticky. (laughs) Laundry sheets are a scam as well. When Joe unloads the dryer, he he wants to feel like that he just stuck a fork in an electrical socket. That's how he wants it to feel. If you throw some wool balls in there, that helps. I've heard. I've heard of these wool balls. I've heard of these balls. I don't use them. Have you heard of balls? I don't balls? use them because I don't care, but you can get them on the internet. Right. Allegedly. I, don't, I personally, help. you know, it is also, I also don't leave the house, so it also doesn't matter if my clothes are messed up. I haven't wear, worn a collar shirt in like, I don't know, years. since my grandma died, and I don't even know when that was. Right. You know? Well, so this was my question is like, I mean, I'm not a laundrologist. You know, I don't, I'm not an expert on laundry. Um, and you don't have to be. And nobody needs to be. But I'm just like, is it because that everything that I like, all the clothes that I own are like made in a Vietnamese sweatshop? And so that's why like they don't bleed. Like, I don't think I've ever, no. I don't think I've no. ever had a piece of clothing that's like bled into like maybe once. Maybe it was like a brand new shirt and I like washed it with like a, a bleach white shirt and it bled a little bit into it. But like the amount of like white, white shirts that I own, I own like two and I never wear them. 
So it's like see, we have some because Justin wears undershirts with his his fancy uh, his dress wear. Yeah, so he's you know he wears like a colored shirt to work. So he has a lot of white undershirts, and I just fry them. I just fucking fry them. Fry them like an egg. Nobody cares. The only thing I guess is if you have something that's going to shrink. Right. And then those things, I take them out. I don't dry them at all, period. But that's Mm. like maybe one or two things. Do you know what I love putting in the dryer? Piggy? No. Piggy loves sleeping on warm laundry, though. But I love, like, like things that aren't really supposed to be, like rayon running shorts or like and then they smell like burning tires mm, you love breaking the rules out. don't you you love, doing, love that <laughs> you love doing me things just, you're absolutely me not supposed to do watching them spinning around in there jacking off <laughs> oh, onto yeah. the uh, onto the window uh. <laughs> <laughs> right onto the glass window of the dryer the public dryer it. that everyone else has to use a menace I wanna um, I, I want my own like washer and dryer someday. That we have like a lot of people have them in their units here. Mm-hmm. But Do you have we, hookups? Um we technically have a place to put them, but we would need to it would need to be in the office, the office I'm in right now, and we would need to like build a sort of thing around them. Like a cubby. Like a little cubby, yeah. yeah. And I have not been willing to well, we need to do some work on the bathroom first anyway. But I've just not been willing to I don't want to give up my space. Right. Well, so, I mean, is there like, is it is it meant to have a washer and dryer there? Because like you need specific water hookups and like a drain in order to be like compliant. Or are you just saying that there's yes. a place that they would technically fit? There are the like inside the wall. Mm-hmm. Other people have installed it like in the same place on the same stack that gotcha. we're in. Okay. So we know okay. it can be done. And they have they like this building's 100 years old. So it was not around when washers and dryers started they were still going down but, to the river with their you know washboard. yeah oh shoot i don't know what people did and i don't care do you know what i don't they probably care. stank that's what they probably did they probably they like probably shit. did well yeah in like france they would carry around s- perfumed balls on sticks long sticks with perfume balls on the end and they would hold the stick in their hand and so the ball would be right into their nose because everyone shit in the streets and I you couldn't that. walk down the street Ugh. Without smelling shit, unless you had a perfumed, soaked ball under your nose at all times. You know those people, because like everyone when they're when they were gay growing up, there was always those like those those teachers or those your friends' mom that are all that were always like, oh, you know, you were you, you're just like so classy. You were born in the wrong era. Like every gay person has heard that. It's like, yes, I wish I was born in you know where I could get typhoid in France and everyone's shit in the fucking streets. I was born in the wrong era, Brenda. I'd Let me tell die. you, every LGBTQ plus person is born in the wrong era. We were meant <laughs> to be born in like, like not even today is good. This is still not the right time. You well, know, I it's feel better. Like by the time I, I just six years ago, I was able to get married or whatever. But right. you know, it's we're still fifty, a hundred, two hundred years, and by then everything's going to be underwater anyway because the straits have ruined it. Well, you that's know? what I was going to say. Is by the time everyone's going to have true equality, Yellowstone's going to have blown up, and the entire planet's going to be split in half. So it's like, I mean, what's the point? We don't get an era. How upsetting is that? We're we always, don't. When's our we time? Have, we don't we, get a time. So many, still, and that's true for like my all minorities and women. We don't get a time. We're still in our flop era. We're never leaving the flop era. We're just flops. Sorry, flop. But like not self-imposed. 
Like if I I don't even have the choice to not be a flop. We've been it's like you are flopped upon. Yeah, I've been flopped upon. I have a question for you. Okay. Never mind. I don't think I want to get into it. It's controversial and I haven't formed an opinion. Wait, what? (laughs) You can't can't just on Twitter. You can't just say that on Twitter. That was just the download option on Twitter. I I'm not going to talk about it because I haven't formed an opinion. I need to research it some more. Okay. And no, this is not the this is not that song that just came out. I I don't even really know who Little Mix is, so it's not that it's not that controversial thing right now. I don't even know um, what that's about. I'm not don't. a Little Mix I did, guy. I did all of the research. I did the research in that, but um, I don't. I don't think I could. I do, I don't think I I know any Little Mix songs. I don't think that was my time period. Nothing's my time period. We've established. Yeah, exactly. You were born in the Mesozoic era. This is not your time period. Yeah, I'm more into like Jurassic dinosaur. Give me Jurassic a dinosaur, Dawn. a dinosaur footstep beat. You know, hell yeah. Like in Jurassic Park when the water's wiggling, mm. when the jello, when the jello starts to jiggle and the beat drops. Hell yeah. In Jurassic Park, I love love a jello jiggle. What what is this controversy <laughs> on Twitter? A, I don't know the middle little mix one. What's the second one that you're alluding to, but you won't actually spit out? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. I'll I'll re I'll research it because all I did right now was see the trending topic, and I was like, mm, I was let me like, look right now. No, it's I don't think you'll even find it. Probably isn't even on yours. Is it Katie Couric? No, she's not on my trending topics. Well, I guess I'm a white mom. I don't know. Something about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. No, the thing that I saw about Twitter yesterday is that they're they're potentially introducing a, a downvote feature like Reddit. On Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. That's the thing. That was the big Twitter news yesterday is that they're oh, testing I, that out with some people. It's like you can downvote certain that. replies in threads. I really love the old saying, if you don't have anything good to say. And it's, your account. Well, that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous thought. If you don't have anything good to say, and the person's not stabbing you, don't say anything. Right. If you don't have anything good to say, then just make an anonymous blog and then talk about it anonymously online like everyone else does. Like if you, like if I were to, and this is, that's for like harmless tweets. I'm not talking about like damaging things people. Right. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't fucking at them directly on Twitter, you asshole. Like if I say, oh, my favorite Pokemon is Mr. Mime, and I want him to tongue this whole what's with you and mr mime lately you tweeted about mr mime the other <laughs> week and i was like i thought you were str- a star me gay is it just I because that mr. mr mime, mime is, like, is more you know has some human features so you think that he would bang you uh, so, so i'm course, really in it if, for um the underdog and mr mime has been an underdog for a long time that is true well here's and I'm my really, question i'm in into like i relate if you get into a sexual relationship with mr mime is it bestiality? You know, there's a fine line. And we yeah, just don't like know. It's a, I feel like it is a gray area and it needs to be discovered. And you're the person that needs to discover it. You know? How about this? Pokemon aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's See, next? Santa oh, Claus? That's what the, the fuck? That is the type of tweet that I would say, okay, harmless. Going back, circling around. Circling, circling away from Mr. Mime being a sexual icon. Um... <laughs> Those big hands, gay, honey. Big hands, gay, big feet. You know. Gay sexual icon, Mr. Mime, honey. And he does dazzling things with his hands. Yeah, he's a magician. I could make something he's disappear. Gay. Um, like if I were to say, oh, Pokemon, more like Poopymon. 
And then someone were to like mansplain to me why I was wrong. That's the, that's the, like when you could just move on and not give that person any attention, you know? Oh, okay. What are we talking about? Oh, the (laughs) thumbs down feature. I think that's stupid. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't know how it's going to play out unless it's like, you know, globally introduced. Like, I don't I don't know how it's going to be until it's like actually, you know, getting used. I don't know. I can't really form an opinion on something that hasn't actually I can't tangibly use and actually, you know, figure out on my own. But I guess they would want to do it because like, I mean, I read a lot of tweets from people I don't follow because I click on trending topics. Like if I clicked on the Katie Couric one right now and you see people being like turds I guess you would want to downvote those so that they would go away what I do at any given moment there are a dozen or so outstanding reports from me Mm. reporting people on Twitter that I'm waiting back to hear what actions they've taken eight hours a day seven days a week full-time job (laughs) reporting people on Twitter I report racists. I report anti-vaxxers spreading min- misinformation. You report I reported me someone for no on reason. TikTok. I reported someone on t- and I was kind of surprised. I reported on someone on TikTok for having the um what's the what's the dumb flag people use? Confederate flag. Oh yeah. As their profile picture and I said, "Nope." <laughs> um and they and and go. found they were in violation of an in- inappropriate profile picture. I said, "Good." Good. And I, I just love getting the reports back because I'm always right. Sam, I'm mm-hmm. always right. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. say, they say, we did find this was in violation. I don't know what happens to the accounts. They probably don't do anything to them. Executed. It, 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 it's good to know I'm, I'm justified and that I was right. Joe I just need is, someone to know. Joe is the judge, the jury, and the executioner <laughs> when it comes to reporting people on TikTok and Twitter. Sometimes, I like most of the time, I don't have the energy to do that. Because, I don't know, my life is fulfilling. Well, you don't, don't have to you. type anything. It's That's so true. easy. You don't, um, you just say, like, what did they do wrong? They were saying something wrong about a protected group. Who? Someone else, me, or a group of people? Yes. Me. And that's it. Um, and it I says, have a, select which tweets are in, included, and I select them. I have a TikTok update for you. Do you get TikTok? So, <gasps> Did you TikTok? follow me? No. Ew. We're not there yet in this relationship, let me tell you. Um, oh. Before, in the before times, you could just have the TikTok app downloaded. And then when people would send you like a link for to TikTok, it would just open up in the app and play. Regardless if you ha- if you were signed in or you had an account. TikTok has changed that. So in order to view TikToks in the app, you need to be signed in. So I have been forced to make a TikTok account in order to watch TikToks that people send me. I don't like it. I don't like the world we're living in, but unfortunately I have to adapt and adjust. So I had to make a TikTok account. That's where I'm at. That's the update. Drop the username. Why won't you follow me? Um, I think specifically I took your advice and like made it like I went into my Dashlane password generator and I made that randomized numbers and letters and symbols my username. Well, it gives you a randomized <laughs> username at first. Like, if you just create an account, your name is, like, user and then a whole bunch of numbers. It didn't for me. Probably, oh, probably because that I was too lazy to make an account and I signed in with Google. And so it just gave me the the username Dr. Buttholes. But thankfully, you can change your, your user account, your username on uh, TikTok. So... Yep, you can. It's nice. anyways. I don't. I don't open TikTok and scroll through. I the TikTok app only opens on my phone when someone sends me a TikTok link. I haven't gotten to the point where I'm opening the app on my own. 
It's on my homepage. I replaced my Instagram icon with TikTok. Wow, she's been replaced. Yeah, we're done with Instagram. Done. Absolutely over it. Don't ever want to see her again. When I'm done with a relationship with somebody, done. Done. Cut out of my life. Never mentioned again. Gone forever. The Band-Aid is ripped off and I'm pouring lemon juice on it. Mm, I love lemon juice. I used to take the bottle of lemon juice because, you know, we had the bottle of lemon juice and I would just squirt it in my mouth. Delicious. Maybe that's why my teeth. teeth Yeah, maybe that's why my teeth are rotting out of my skull. Hey, Sam, is that a tall boy in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Oh, Joe, you know, I'm never happy to see you, but this ain't no tall boy. It's a nice, refreshing can of liquid death. Liquid death is a new brand of mountain spring water that comes in a can. Joe, are you staring at my can? Your can is amazing. Speaking of cans, did you know a lot of plastic just gets sent to landfills because it's not profitable to recycle? Aluminum cans like the one liquid death comes in are infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. Liquid Death also donates 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Speaking of death, you're not looking quite as withered lately. Well, that's because I'm staying cool and refreshed with a nice can of Liquid Death water, which comes in both flat and sparkling. You too can be less withered and more refreshed if you join the Liquid Death Country Club at liquiddeath.com slash Sam and Joe. And you'll get a free t-shirt with your first order of Liquid Death. That sounds perfect. I only join country clubs with death in the name. A little birdie also told me you get free shipping on two cases or more of Liquid Death. You can also pop over to Whole Foods or 7-Eleven and pick up a can for yourself. Hope to see your cans at the Liquid Death Country Club. Once again, you can join us at liquiddeath.com slash Sam and Joe and snatch that free t-shirt. And a big thanks to Liquid Death for sponsoring this episode. First article. Here we are. Oh, oh wow. Uh, good transition. So engineers have cooked 3D printed chicken with lasers. Did you see? I love laser chicken. Okay. It looks really fucking good. So essentially what they did, I don't know who did this. Someone did this. A place. Columbia University. Columbia University boots the house down diva. Oh my God. I went to Columbia and by went to Columbia, I mean that my first boyfriend ever was a computer science major at Columbia and I visited him at Columbia. Gonorrhea. And he almost gave me gonorrhea. That is also true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Columbia University, here's what they did. They pureed some chicken, as you do, so that it would fit in the 3D printer. You just put a whole bird in the blender. Nutribullet. Essentially, I guess. I don't know how they, you know, you puree chicken. Well, yeah, it's it's like the the chicken nugget paste that everyone was freaking out about. Because there were videos of it on Twitter like 10 years ago. It's like, how the fuck do you think chicken nuggets are made? Idiot. Uh, yeah, I don't eat the chicken nuggets. Okay, Mrs. Organic. Continue. I'm just built different. You're just better than that. Yeah, you're just (laughs) built different. Um, okay, so after blending the chicken into your puree and they 3D printed thin layers of it into various shapes, they exposed it, the meat, to blue, near-infrared, and mid-infrared laser light. Uh, I'm reading this on Gizmodo, by the way. They Mm. found that they've got a lot more information, I think some cool videos, too. Uh, the blue laser's better for cooking inside the chicken. Infrared was, uh, good for browning the surface. So the laser-cooked foods were more moist, they shrank less than the oven-broiled food, And two out of two taste testers preferred the laser-cooked chicken. And beyond that, 
the laser could cook food through plastic so they it could stay in its packaging and be cooked. Like you just put it on the counter under the laser and it, cooks and it, it. zaps it in the package. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, it, this is kind of like um, if anyone's ever sous vide anything and what sous vide is, it's, it's, a, it's a method of cooking um, like a piece of protein. It's usually protein. It's usually meat. And you put it in an immersion circulator in uh, water and it cooks it at a at a consistent temperature in the water in like a plastic bag for like a long amount of time. And it's a really good way to get very consistent, a very consistent cook throughout. However, the texture of sous vide like chicken or beef or anything is awful because like obviously, you know, it was just just cooked from just heat around it. There was no like Maillard reaction. There was no charring. So that's what I imagine that this laser cook stuff is. It's like, sure, you can cook something through plastic, but I just imagine that it that it does not crispy or crunchy or, you know, no, no, no. Let me tell you. So the one laser that cooks the chicken on the inside, the ins- cooked chicken on the inside is cooked chicken on the inside. Now the outside, right. it though, matter. it creates grill marks. It chars it on the outside. The laser that's better at doing the outside. It browns the surface, creates that like caramelization-y kind of situation. They can do all this it through looks plastic? Like, yeah, it looks like it was on the grill. Oh, my the God. The chicken looks like it was cooked on the grill extremely consistently. Like, I want to eat it. And, well, okay, okay. What They said, they were talking about the um, the uses for this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, research came out of Columbia University's Creative Mechanics Lab. For years, they've tinkered with food, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Blue Tinger added in the same presentation that in the future, consumers could put their biometric data or genome data into food printers, and they could customize meals for them. Mm-hmm. So maybe you wouldn't shit yourself as much if you had your biometric data in and genome in there. And it was like cooking it is like, hey, this is Sam. We need to not make him shit. We got a high shit risk. Make <laughs> him not shit. High shit risk. High shit risk. <laughs> Honey, I'm not I'm not shitting from meat. I'm shitting from all the dairy that I'm forcing down my gullet. That's the well, problem. Well, yeah, this is this printer's not th- this theoretical one he's talking about is not just meat. That's a, it's just a food printer period. Print your meal. Mmm, love that. Print me a not meal. Not just babe. your meat. It's like smart it, house. It's very Star Trek. It's very Star Trek. Yes, very true. Well, so I mean, if here, here's the thing. If it tastes delicious, I'm into it. Um, doesn't matter if it's, you know, if it was, you know, cooked in a fucking microwave or if it was, you know, cooked by lasers. If it's good, if it's delicious, of course I'm going to fucking eat it. It's just like how, um, um, God, who was it? I think it was like Burger King. They've had the Impossible Whopper for a while, which is their like impossible foods as a company and beyond foods is another like faux meat company and they've had the impossible whopper which is a you know a whopper sandwich only instead of the meat it's a it's a plant-based impossible patty (coughs) apparently (coughs) excuse me apparently burger king is introducing plant-based nuggets impossible nuggets to select markets i think in like florida or something they're testing it out and like if if there were chicken nuggets that I could get from a fucking fast food restaurant that were plant based, also delicious and not super expensive, I'd fucking eat them. I love faux meat. Are you that type of person where like, like, do you care if the, you know, the chicken nugget tastes like actual chicken nugget or is it just a vessel for sauce for you? 
Um, I first of all, chicken nuggets just taste like salt, and we all need to address it. Exactly, it's the breading that it's people breading. like, and the breading. Who cares what's in it? Chicken doesn't really have a have a taste. I gotta say, it does, and it and I do like the taste of like plain boiled chicken, but it's about spices, just like right. all meat. Mm-hmm. But I like the uh, I like the the plant based stuff better. We when we get uh, meat, we've gotten ground fake meat at the grocery oh, I store before. Tried that. And we'll get the Impossible Burgers or what's the other brand? So there's Impossible Burgers. There's Beyond Burgers. Beyond. Right. I think we got the Beyond. We get those if we want like burgers. I don't know. I just, they taste better to me. Yeah, I don't mind at all. Like I obviously I eat meat, you know, all the time. But like if I, like I'm so used to buying corn nuggets. I, we've talked about this before. It's Q-U-O-R-N is the company. And it's a, it's the, it's a fake chicken and it's made out of like, uh, like a mushroom protein. Quinoa. Not, not quinoa. Um, it's quinoa. Made, it, quinoa. Yes. It's made out of like a, a mushroom protein, but it's like you don't fucking mind because it's breaded like every other goddamn chicken nugget and you throw it in the oven and then you dip it in whatever you want to dip it in. It's literally a chicken nugget made out of mushrooms. Like you, it's really, it's, it's about the breading, sweetie. It's about the breading and the, and the sauce. And I buy those all the time. I never get like actual chicken, chicken nuggets at the store because I'm just so used to that. It's totally fine. Anyways, if you, if there was an opportunity, if you went to Burger King and they had, Impossible Nuggets and regular chicken chicken nuggets. Would you try the Impossible Nuggets? Yeah, I'd probably prefer them. I and I'm I'm not going to Burger King though. I haven't been to Burger King in like 10 years. It is not the place I go. It's not the move. We'll say that Burger King is not the move. You want to talk about shitting yourself? Probably me at Burger King. Uh we did have Taco Bell this week. Justin got home at like 11. He had a really long day and he got home at 11 and he stopped by at the new Taco Bell, we finally got like a Taco Bell that's accessible to us. He stopped by there. He got me my cheesy beans and rice and a order of chip and cheese. Mm. They don't call them nachos. Did they ever call them nachos? Because it's chip and cheese. I think it's chips and cheese. Yeah. That's I mean, it's different. not. I mean, I don't know. Nachos are different things to different people. I know. And that's a whole thing. Like That's a whole other podcast. Nacho okay. police. If you, when I was little... We're transitioning into nachos now. Because <laughs> this is something I think about a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I want I want nachos. If I went to a restaurant and said I want nachos, they would probably bring me a stacked plate, cheese or like chicken, sprinkled cheese on it, meat of some kind, beans, you know, stacked. Fully loaded. Herbie, nachos fully loaded. fully loaded. But at home, we would say, oh, let's make nachos. And we would melt cheese in a bowl and dip chips in it. Honey, <laughs> I would, <laughs> you know what I, You know what we would do? We would take some stale, like, corn chips, put them on a plate, and then yes. get, get some shredded cheese and put it over yes. them and then microwave it. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we, if we were like, oh, let's make nachos, we'd be like, oh, which kind? Cheese in a bowl or cheese melting in- shitty cheese on my, stale microwave chips? Nachos. And uh, not even that, but you, so you sprinkle the cheese on top. So we would do a regular plate and then a paper plate, put the chips, spread the chips around it, sprinkle the cheese on. You microwave it for like a minute until that cheese is like hard as a rock. Mm -hmm. Just And you crunch, crunch into those. It is so fucking good. (laughs) And when you're making it in a bowl, when you're making the dip, dip stuff, though, it's Velveeta. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All it is, the only two ingredients we put in is Velveeta and a little bit of milk to make it wetter. Mm, Love a wet cheese. And then you would melt in the microwave Velveeta and milk. You dip your chips in them. Nom nom. Yeah, see, when I think of nachos, like if I'm wanting nachos, all I want are some stale, um, some stale chips. And then that fucking, you know, baseball park cheese machine that spits out molten yellow plastic that goes all over. That's what I want. That's what I I don't want any fancy shit. I want that plastic cheese that is like has no dairy in it. It's 100% chemicals. My qualm with the way that nachos are made in restaurants, and I'm not here to gatekeep nachos. Honey, you're gatekeeping nachos. That's what you're doing. They're making them. uh, Well, what I'm saying is basically everything's a fucking nacho. They're my family. You look at a burrito and you call it a nacho. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. But like your family's idea of a night out is going to fucking White Castle or whatever. We didn't have White Castle. We didn't either. It's Sonic? like they're like chilies. I mean, if they, if my family's going to eat like any sort of South American food, they're going to like a chain. Do you know what I mean? They're not in Arkansas. They're not experimenting. Going to the Qdoba. So, oh, my God. I got the worst food poisoning at Qdoba once. <laughs> Anyways, back to you gatekeeping nachos. Oh, OK. So. And here's my problem with getting restaurant nachos. They don't layer things. Like sometimes they'll just put a heap of chips on the bottom and then they'll put all the shit on top. And so by the time you get to the middle, it's it's just plain. Well, it's just plain soggy chips. There's nothing left to be on them. You should be putting a layer of chips, a layer of this, 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 another layer of chips, and then a layer of the toppings, layer of chips, toppings. Let's I don't I don't like fancy it. nachos. I am a simple girl. All I want is like the ballpark style shitty chips with plastic cheese. That's all I want. I don't want any fancy restaurant shit. Yeah, you don't strike me as a fancy restaurant kind of gal. Well, I mean, I like you to get dressed up and go to Chili's like your parents. <laughs> so <laughs> a night out on the town, get oh my, my top hat, go to the Chili's. I went on a first date to a TGI Fridays once in Arkansas. Like, that's where people go on first dates. Like, I let's a, get fancy uh, and go I to a TGI fucking Fridays. It wasn't a first date, but it was a date. And it was to Applebee's. And I was 15. Not 15 dating at Applebee's. Honey, Applebee's is where it's at. I haven't been to an How Applebee's. How old was probably, he? I think he was 16. 42? <laughs> Honey, hell yeah, 42. God. Mm. My 42-year-old sugar daddy taking me to Applebee's. Girl, that's where it's God, at. God, so many things wrong. So many things wrong. But let me tell you, the mozzarella sticks at TGI Fridays, they don't fuck around. They aren't um, even sticks. They're like, they're like patties. They're okay. Yeah, they sure are, aren't they? <sighs> we should move on. Um. Oh, our t- our, I almost said our 10-year anniversary. Our anniversary was this weekend. We've been married a year. That's Not disgusting. me and you. Yeah, I Joe know. and I have been married a year. No. <laughs> Did you do anything fun? We went to, um, if you live in D.C., you'll know this restaurant, Annie's Paramount Steakhouse. It's um, in the middle of, so everywhere's the gayborhood, but it's kind of in a historic gayborhood, and it's a kind of a historic gay restaurant. Um, and it was lovely. I've been there several times, so it's, I always love going there. Um, okay. That's it. Well. We got each other cards, because it's your paper anniversary. Well, we had already gotten... Uh, the air fryer for our anniversary. Right. I thought it was like the, your plastic anniversary. No, I don't know which one that is. I don't know. Anyways, should we move on to your cheese? 
It's cheese of the week. Speaking of nachos, oh, it's cheese of the week. I don't know. Um, what did I've been watching some shows on Netflix? <laughs> God, the desperation. You know, you know Andrew from Bake Off, uh, uh, Ginger. No. Oh, okay. Um, he was. He's he's gay. He's he's a gay. He's one of us. Mm, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. he was one of my favorites. He made top three in his season. He was in the season where Candace won. Love mm-hmm. him. Follow him on social media. But he is hosting a new show. Hosting and judging a uh, show called Baking Impossible on Netflix. That's a good name. And what? That's a good name. It's it is good. And what they do is they focus on baconeering. So he's a he's an like an aerospace engineer IRL when he's not baking or whatever. Wow. Um and so it's a reality show competition where they match up an engineer. Each team is comprised of an engineer and a baker. And they have these challenges to do like they had to do a what Rube Goldsberg's machine, you know. Yeah, those ones. Mhm. The Ruth Bader Ginsburg machine. <laughs> yes. Yes. A Rob Goldstein <laughs> machine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where, you know, you like drop a ball and it goes through all the stuff. And it, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, it and, but it has to be like, in the end. it's got to be edible. And so oh. there was another challenge where they had to create a boat out of only edible materials and make it float. Like, not a, like a, not a, not a boat for people to get in, but like a sizable boat, you know, and float mm-hmm. it down the little river. Um, and there's a lot of failures, a lot of failures, but I it's, would expect every it's in good humor. And there's always several successes. We're on episode four and Andrew's really good. He really like came into this hosting gig, like started off maybe a little awkward in the first episode, but really found himself mm-hmm. doing great. Proud of a gay. Yeah, I used to watch some of those like cake decorating um, reality TV shows on Food Network back in the day where they would like they would be like a bunch of different cake decorators and they would have to like they're like you know assembling this crazy immaculate cake and then they have to like bring it to the judges table and there was always one of them where like it you know something fell or they tripped they dropped it or they dropped right. it or something and I loved that oh I loved all that and then just made a huge mess I always loved those shows like back in the day so that actually sounds really nice it sounds fun it's nice because it it doesn't really set them up for failure. Like it's it's really up to them whether or not they think about it enough to make it work. Mm-hmm. But it does have the failures too, like the boat completely capsizing or you know not I working. I love that. Uh, second episode, they have to build like edible robots. They're, mm-hmm. The engineers are given some like um, coding equipment and parts to build robots, and then. The bakers have to like they have to run it through an obstacle course and keep the dessert safe so that the Jesus. judges can taste it. Yeah, it's fucking intense. That's crazy. Um, that sounds good. But though. it's so it's it's very good. Happy for Andrew. Oh, he's replied to me in a DM before. I don't remember what I said to him, but he replied to me to in a DM before on Instagram. Does that so mean we're basically twins? Well, we're just two gays trying to make it in the industry. Do you know what I mean? So he probably related to me. What industry are you trying to be in? <laughs> I'm an influencer. Yeah. Influencing yourself watching, you know, your washing machine go while you nut. On do the- you know the amount of people who, who like do stuff because I do it? It's scary and alarming. I don't. I'm not here to inflate your ego. I'm who here to bring it down. Things, who purchase things and well, that I don't even make money off of. None of these things have ever sponsored me. 
No affiliate codes. But it's a. Uh, it's worrisome. It's worrisome how many people bought Furbies because of me as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, you'll, but the thing is, Joe, you'll never have as much influence as you did when you infiltrated the 1D fandom with the Larry Stylinson song like 15 I have literally years ago. No idea what you're talking about. And that was not <laughs> something that happened. And I just have no idea what you're talking and I about. Have, I have no comment. I have no idea. I do not, I, I do not person. claim, I do not claim this negative energy. <laughs> I do not claim ownership. <laughs> I do not claim this negative energy. That's what people say on TikTok when they see a scary TikTok. They leave a comment that says, I do not claim this negative energy. God. Anyway. Were there problematic things in the past? Sure. I don't claim it. It's not me anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Should we move uh, on? What was my cheese of the week? Oh, yeah. Watch Baking Impossible on Netflix. It's a good time. Um, my dad's been, did I tell you that my dad watches Turkish dramas on uh, Netflix? No. He's gayer than me. Anyways, if any of y'all are into like Turkish dramas specifically, apparently it's like a big industry. Turkish dramas are like a big thing. If you have any that you can recommend for my, you know, homosexual father, please let me know and I will pass them on to him. Um, but I don't think I've, I've been watching much on Netflix re- recently. I've been too busy in my balls deep in law and order, you know, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Detective Elliot Stabler can investigate me anytime. <laughs> Listen, I have Elliot Stabler. You have washing machines, okay? Um, Who do I have? Because I was going to make a joke the other day to some friends. It was a video of like this flapping balloon flap. And I was going to say my pussy when I see blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't even know who I have a crush on. Do I even have a crush on anybody? Well, I mean, you're bussy when you saw Zac Efron like 12 years ago, I guess. Exactly. Like, I'm, that's so beyond. That's like a, that was like a high school crush. Now it's right. like, what do I, I don't find anything. Mr. Mime. Yeah. God. My Imagine bussy. graduating from Zac Efron uh, to Mr. Mime. My bussy. When Mr. Mime pops out of that Pokeball, honey. I'll honey, send that to them. I'll gauge their reaction. He's going to mime himself right into your cave, babe. <laughs> Can I open it up? I don't even think I don't even think Mr. Mime saw it. I just think it's funny to say that. I can't wait for wrong with me. A cease and desist by the Pokemon company. Yeah, they sure love handing those out. Anyways, can we please move on? These are a few of our favorite things. So besides you getting railed by Mr. Mime, (laughs) just absolutely obliterated by Mr. Mime. What's your favorite thing this week? Wait, are you excited for Pokemon uh, Shimmering, Glimmering Diamond and Sparkling Pearl? What gen is that originally? Is that Gen 4? Yeah, something like that. It's definitely a number. It's it's definitely a generation. It's definitely a number. (laughs) I've never, I never played Diamond and Pearl. Um, What? Maybe I'll I'll get it. I don't know. Diamond was one of my faves and I loved Platinum too. Maybe Um, I'll get it. If I have an extra $60 burning a hole in my pocket, then I might buy it. I was suffering from some like I was I caught myself like reading too much news and getting like overwhelmed. And I was like, I need a hit of nostalgia. And so I pre-ordered it this past I need a hit. Give me that hit. I needed it. Like it was the vibe. When does it come out? In crisis. Um, I've got on my calendar. It's November. Fatal Frame. I've got I've got game releases. I've got Fatal Frame is coming out the 28th. The new Dark Pictures Anthology is coming out the 22nd with Ashley Tisdale. Do you remember Until Dawn? Uh, yeah. I actually I had a friend talk to me about this. What is it? A trilogy? 
No, there's going to be eight in total. Until Dawn wasn't technically part of it. So it started with Man of Medan, and I just finished Little Hope, which was the one that came out last year. They always have like a famous lead. Well, I don't know if Man of Medan did. But uh, House of Ashes. Until Until Dawn was Hayden Panettiere. That's right. Oh, my God. Ashley Tisdale. (gasps) And then, um, wasn't it Remy Remy Malik? Yes, Remy Malik was in it. He looked so um, weird. And Ashley Tisdale is now going to be in their spooky one this year, which is called House of Ashes. Oh, my God. Where? When is Hilary Duff going to be in her horror <laughs> right. video game? I am this ready. Is, I, that would be so good. I so hope she would do that for, like, next year or something. Or, like, Vanessa Hudgens. Like, we're on that. I mean, Ashley Tisdale, Hayden Panettiere. Like, we're on the trajectory to get to Hilary Duff being in a video game. Yeah, I agree. And I'm ready. I think she'd be great. Um, oh, but uh, so it comes out November 19th. Pokemon Brilliant mm. Diamond and Shimmering Pearl. Which one are you getting? I'm getting Diamond because I'm, we're diamonds not entirely are a girl's sure best yet. Friend. Well, that, love diamonds. Pearls, crunchy. Crunchy. Mmm, delicious. But in the original Brilliant Diamond, like no one knows what the exclusives are going to be yet. You could only catch adult Mr. Mime in Diamond. Jesus and in Pearl, Christ. In Pearl, you had to evolve him from Mime Jr. And, you know, you have to make sure that he is a full adult before you fuck him. You don't want any discrepancies. I'm going to catch a full adult Mr. Mime. Um, He's going to be the only person I use on my team. It's like a a Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke? Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke. Mr. Mime only playthrough. I just wish I never knew you. What's my favorite thing? Oh, yeah. So I was at Target. And they have these, (laughs) I I streamed it yesterday, me painting it. They have these paint your own Oh, yeah, you're fisting an owl or a ghost. A ghost. They have these paint your own candle holders for Halloween. One is a ghost. And I think the other was like a haunted house. They also have jack-o'-lanterns, but they're they're in a different part of the store. In the Mm. dollar section for $3, I got the ghost. I think... The jack-o'-lantern was five or ten. I think five. Too much. Um, I got one. I got one of them too. I'm gonna paint that one later. Hmm. But uh, yeah, the ghost jack-o'-lantern comes with its own light. This one doesn't. So yeah, we've been needing some Halloween decorations, and we thought let's paint our own. So we got a couple of the ghosts. I painted one on live stream yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think it really turned out, and it was I- fun. I tuned in very, very briefly. I was lurking and I saw you. You had four fingers up that ghost, babe. Yeah. I had to hold it by the hole because <laughs> where the candle hole in the bottom because it was um, wet. Love a wet with bottom. paint. And um, yeah. So it, it, I tried to do like a gradient with it. It's kind of like a blues, orange and pinks. And then I kind of put a 1920s hairstyle on it with lashes and plump lips. Drag race doesn't Drag- know what's coming. Makeup better than some of the queens on Drag Race, honestly. Snatched. That ghost is snatched. snatched. Hunty. Yes, mama work. Uh, But no, it was fun. And I haven't done like a dumb old craft project. Like, I don't even care if it looked good. It's fun to just paint something. And to I have fun. And it's relaxing. It's relaxing. It doesn't even have to be good. Just get out there, pick up a paintbrush, draw something. It doesn't have to be good. It's so fucking therapeutic to make something. Yeah, just get some paint and a brush and start, you know, drawing on your walls. Don't get your deposit back. Who cares? It's very cozy to do a craft project that has an end. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel Mm. like we obsess over 
is it when we when we think that we're making art, we obsess over if it's done. And a lot of the time, when is the it process, finished? Yeah, the process becomes more stressful. I mean, it's like with making music. You stress right. over when is this done? It's done when you put it down, you know, mm-hmm. finally. Right. And you just have to put it down. So it's nice to do an art project where it's just kind of do whatever you want. Be your creative self. Express yourself. Express yourself. And just have fun. Relax. Well, I'm just happy that you didn't buy all the shit at Hobby Lobby. You got it at Costco. Or not Costco. No, um, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I do not do Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby and Chick-fil-A are blacklisted. Honey. I've heard the lemonade from Chick-fil-A is good, though. But I, I can worth get lemonade it. anywhere else. Yeah. Not worth is the homophobia, worth, sis. Is it worth the homophobia, sis? Not worth Check the yourself. homophobia. So many. I see so many people coming out of Chick-fil-A, and I'm just like, you really are rotted. Rotted, honey. You know who goes to Hobby rotted. Lobby, like, all the time? My mom. Who? <laughs> so does my mom. <laughs> uh, my and friend she's... in Arkansas goes to Hobby Lobby all the time. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all straight people really get to not care, don't you? It loves Hobby Lobby. Like, my, I'm, and I'm sure the people I know who go to Hobby Lobby in Arkansas, like, kind of know the controversies. But I'm like, y'all really straight and y'all really don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Right. It, it kind of pisses me off. When, like, my friend tells me that she goes to Hobby Lobby and I'm like, you do know, right? <laughs> you know. Anyway. I told my mom to, like, donate some money to, a, you know, <laughs> gay charity or something. She's, She's like, probably fine. like, don't worry, I donated to the Salvation Army. But my mom literally went to the Salvation <laughs> Army yesterday. I was in the car with her and we donated, like, four things of, of old clothes. But she didn't talk Aren't like Aren't they Robertson. bad, too? I don't know. I don't know. Salvation Army is weird. They make their like at their headquarters. They have like instead of like CEO, it's like Admiral. They really are just like playing dress up. Yeah, I couldn't remember Army dress up at corporate. I mean, we're all to cosplay. Um, I can't remember if Goodwill is less homophobic than Salvation Army. I think it is. But I don't know. The Salvation Army was closer. I don't know. Sometimes you just got to pick and choose your battles. Okay. And, you know, the Hobby Lobby that my mom likes to go to, there was a cashier there that hit me up on Grinder and said he wanted to boink me. So it's like, it all kind of evens out, right? Well, and also, if it's between, like, throwing something in a dumpster and donating it to the Salvation Army, donate it to the Salvation Army. <laughs> right. Like, you my know? mom is, you know, buying a Live, Laugh, Love, you know, candle at, at, at Hobby Lobby. She's not, you know, throwing money at Focus on the Family. Like, there's a little bit of a difference. But anyways... Also, that's not a joke. My mom owns a Live, Laugh, Love clock. It's in our downstairs bathroom. <laughs> to remind you when you're shitting to live, laugh, and love. Honey, I'm laughing, I'm living, and I'm loving. Okay. There you go. What's your favorite thing? The ghost? Arts and crafts. Oh, crafts. A craft single? A crafts. What about you? What's your favorite thing? Well, the, mine's controversial. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. And by controversial, I mean that I have been, I've gotten into the new re-release of Diablo 2. And I, let's just, let me just preface this by saying that I had already pre-ordered Diablo 2 Resurrected before Blizzard was getting sued by the whole state of California for, like, being super shitty to minorities. And I Speaking could of, have... yeah, controversial companies, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Here's dot, Sam's dot. favorite thing. Here's my favorite thing. Speaking of Hobby oh Lobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I already pre-ordered it and I forgot, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm bad. Anyways, 
I've been playing the new reboot of Diablo 2 because it hit me in the nostalgia because back in the day, like literally 10 years ago, um, when I was in fifth grade, probably I was way too young to be playing like a game. Fifth grade? 10 years ago? I mean, no, I mean, 20, 20 years ago. Everything is 10 years oh. ago in my, in my brain. I'm still I 15, I was going to say, you, every time <laughs> you fucking tell your age in relation to mine, they get wider and wider apart. I love it. Like, that's not how time fucking works, sis. I can't believe I'm 16 and Joe is 57. It's crazy God. how time works. <laughs> Anyways, dead. so uh, a friend who had a bad influence on me, and by bad influence, I mean that he introduced me to some sort of like straight pornography and Diablo <laughs> 2. Um, and now I'm gay. So anyways, um, we all, you know, there are bad influences. Anyway, he introduced we me all? to Diablo 2. We all have bad influences in our lives. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, you have Piggy. Piggy makes you eat dog food. I had someone that introduced me to a, you know, M mature rated video game. Anyways, so I played Diablo 2 um, when I was, God, I don't know how old I was, like 11, 12, too young, but um, too young now on iTunes and Amazon by Justin exactly. Birdsong. Um, Got to get that plug in. Thank you. And, anyway, so I was like super into, into D2 a long time ago and um, seeing that they were, you know, essentially remastering it and but it's still like on the same code base as the original game. So it still has like all the weird little glitches and tweaks and stuff. And, you know, it has the same kind of heart to it as it did back in the day i pre-ordered it and i've been playing a lot of it and it's been super fun um and just like hitting me like all the all the music and like deckard kane being like an old piece of shit and like the whole thing um it's been it's been hitting me in the nostalgia and i've been enjoying it a lot but i should i don't know i should probably i should probably pay i don't know i think i paid like 40 dollars for it or something i should probably donate 40 dollars to like someone that needs it as well but it's been super fun and I've been enjoying it. So if you want to play Diablo 2, maybe you should steal it and not give Blizzard any money. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> One of the first games me and Justin played together was, I think, Diablo 3. Right. It was old even then, I think. I yeah, it's, 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 it's old his... now. It came out like, a, I don't know, eight years ago yeah. or something. We played it on his PS3 when we first met. Just, be- just because like I didn't have a... My console's here when I was still right. visiting from Chicago. So he had his PS3 and he had Diablo 3 and we would play it. I think we finished it. I don't remember. I really Love it like those. Sight. Those kinds of games are fun. What are they called? They're like hack They're and slash. Top, hack and slash, kind of top down. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another similar game I played. I don't remember it. But uh, the Lara Croft games are pretty similar. Not the Tomb Raider games, but the Lara Croft spinoff games. Mm. Um, our stationary camera top-down kind of situation yeah i enjoy that i I enjoy you know killing demons from hell and stuff like that that's always fun and you know it's it's pretty mindless it's one of those where you don't really have to think about things it's a lot about inventory management and then just like killing a shit ton of monsters like it's you know you don't have to think too much when you're playing it which is probably why i enjoyed it when i was 12 or whatever um but yeah so i've been playing that a lot and i think i have an amazon currently she's the character with like the bow and arrow um and she's been exploding skeletons everywhere and shit and her i think her name is is 
like Gargamel or something. I always name all of my characters really ugly names. Anyways, that's been super fun. I've been playing it with a couple wow. friends and I've been playing it solo. Sorry to someone watching this name, Gargamel. Sorry, I Gargamel. Guess. I know we have thousands of listeners named Gargamel who live <laughs> with the Smurfs. Um, isn't oh my Gargamel God, is like that the, the enemy in the Smurfs? Yeah, isn't that like the evil wizard or whatever, Gargamel? I hate, I hate the Smurfs. You weren't a Smurf kid? No, the Smurfs were like the 80s or something. You didn't want Papa Smurf to lick your ass? I sure as fuck did. You can never talk to me about Mr. Mom ever again. <laughs> Papa Smurf, that's rancid. <laughs> rancid. He would pop right in your butthole. Honey, he would pop his Smurf right in. You wouldn't even feel that, sis. <laughs> you would, they would be. <laughs> Honey, that's called, that's called gonorrhea. He would need to crawl his whole body in there and <laughs> and use he could crawl his whole body inside my asshole and use my prostate like a beanbag chair. Okay? That's what I want this Papa Smurf to do to me, sis. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know how the Keebler elves, you know how the Keebler elves live in like trees? The Smurfs yeah. live in your colon. <laughs> he better crawl up in there and There's use a whole my community prostate there. like a little Smurf punching bag, sis. Yeah, girl. Just He's really go out. to town. <laughs> no, there was there. Uh, I don't. I'll talk about it next <laughs> week. There's a there's a there was a whole situation on the Smurfs? on the internet. The reason why I said that there was a there was a <laughs> flash. I just my drink. Sorry. Go, continue. Continue. There's gonna be a noise. It's fine. There was a there was a flash video back when I had dial-up internet like 20 years ago and it was a flash animation of the Smurfs and they were singing a song and the song went Papa Smurf will you lick my ass and then Papa Smurf says yes I'll lick your ass bitch and that's the story I'm so tired you know imagine how tired imagine are. how tired the listeners are Joe <laughs> imagine how tired they are the Smurfs TV show was in 1981 neither one of us was born where were you um, watching the Smurfs? No, I wasn't. No, I, I was mentioning the stupid Flash video. But oh, yes. that's so you never watched the Smurfs. You just watched a Flash video about of Papa Smurf wanting to lick someone's ass, which is why I'm gay. Which is why I'm gay now. So this we cracked the code. The gay we cracked the code. Well, the, here you have it, Mister Mime, and I have Papa Smurf. So we all have our types, you know. Sure, we sure do. Anyways, so my favorite thing this week is Papa Smurf eating me out, and Joe's favorite thing is getting railed by Mr. Mime. So good podcast. Good favorite thing. Good favorite thing. <laughs> um, gotta go. Thank y'all so much for listening. This was a hoot of a week. Uh, if you're a Patreon patron, we will also have a bonus episode for y'all this week, so stay tuned. Otherwise, we will see all of y'all next week for a regular episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to our wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... 
Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Fauna. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Scott A. Shaney B. Sylvie C. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. Show.